0: welcome to an Oscar for Arnold. My name is Sonny Denacher. And I'm Tom Price. And we are here today to determine how acclaimed Austrian bodybuilder, movie star, and politician Arnold Schwarzenegger could round out his near-perfect <laughs> life by winning an Academy Award. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's correct. We're going to take a look at his career and build a hypothetical movie that could win him an Oscar, given his talents as an actor and who he is as a person um, and the budget's going to be infinite and we have basically every single resources we could possibly ask for at our disposal, and uh, all we got to do is create a perfect movie for him
0: yeah so basically yeah we're just going to sit here and chat it out we're going to get to the bottom of uh what a good what, what an oscar-winning arnold schwarzenegger film would be
1: and we also have to take into account that like it's got to be at his current age, and with his current acting abilities. So like he doesn't, he doesn't become Daniel
0: Day-Lewis over the course of this script. He's got to work with what he's got. That's true. Because, I mean, you know, I don't want to say that he's a bad actor. He's not. He's definitely not. But he has a very unique style. And, um, you know, uh, wouldn't necessarily be a thespian of Shakespeare's time. But, uh, <laughs> but, he's not bad, right? I mean, <laughs> can you imagine him just doing Hamlet? Yeah, I can see. To be or not to be. <laughs> um, Thomas and I are big, big, uh, big Arnold fans. We we yes. love the guy dearly. Would you say that's true? Oh, absolutely. And then also,
1: both being California natives, having him just be the governor growing up, like you just, you just have to know more about him in general. So yeah. there's there's a lot of love there.
0: No, absolutely. We've 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 surrounded ourselves with Arnold. I wouldn't say that we're like diehard fan or anything, but for the sake of this I mean, podcast, we're pretty, let's say we are. like
1: we're as close as anyone I've met to being a diehard Arnold fan is I probably I
0: guess that's a good point. Yeah. Um, so without further ado, I suppose let's begin by taking a look at Arnold's career. Let's let's establish just where Arnold's career was and where it has been, because as you said, we can't. Although we have infinite resources here. Talking infinite money and infinite access to anyone, the one thing we cannot do, much like real life, is turn back time. Uh, <laughs> so you know we can't we can't have young Arnold. This is present day Arnold, and like you know we couldn't bring back. Uh, Marlon Brando to be in the movie, you know? Like (laughs) we can't have we can't resurrect Marlon Brando for the first we just just surround
1: him by an all-star cast that just reacts to everything that he says as if it's the the most important
0: thing. (laughs) Just the best cast imaginable. Um no, so we can't do any of that. But outside of that, our resources are infinite. Yes. So that being said, let's take a look at his career as it currently is, right? Well,
1: yeah, he started, uh, he was born and raised in Austria in like the 40s. Um, and he grew up in like a real country bumpkin town. So like, for instance, his accent isn't necessarily like the Austrian accent. That's like a very country accent in the midst of Austria as well.
0: Yeah, I think I think Christoph um, Waltz is probably a more accurate depiction of what an Austrian accent would typically sound like
1: <laughs> the two best Austrian actors of all time. Yeah. Christoph Waltz and then the <laughs> very close behind him. Very and close Arnold Schwarzenegger. They're right next to
0: each other. And Christoph has two actors. <laughs> ne- so surely i not It's neck them. and neck. It's
1: neck and neck.
0: Everyone always everyone always compares them. It's a toss-up, really. It's a toss-up, yeah. But I think um, that I think that uh Christoph Waltz is like the New York equivalent of uh Ameri- like you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. New yeah, York, yeah. Austria and then and then Arnold is like the Alabama of, of Austria. <laughs> <laughs> Mississippi, maybe. Through <laughs> the deep south. <laughs>
1: He's the deep south of Austria. Um, yeah. Okay, so well, he he grew up like in relative like poverty. He lived like his dad was like a cop, but they lived on like a farm out in nowhere. Yeah. He eventually starts like working out, becoming an acclaimed bodybuilder. He meets with um Joe Weider, who basically created Gold's Gym and so much of the Venice beach scene. Uh, he flies, or he, he goes to the army first. I'm sorry, he goes to the army and he drives tanks. And apparently he's terrible at that. Um, mm. But he eventually gets recruited to do some bodybuilding in Austria, becomes rather acclaimed in Europe and Austria, eventually moves to California, where he then becomes Mr. Olympia many times over. Um, and then begins acting.
0: Yeah, yeah. So obviously he's already had an insane life up to this point, and then already more uh, than either of us have accomplished combined and, and will accomplish most likely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then all of a sudden he uh, begins acting, and I think he does that film Hercules in New York. Is that right? That was his big break. Yeah, and then um, and then the rest is kind of history. Uh, I mean, from there. So,
1: Terminator is literally within two like his third role ever was Terminator.
0: Yeah, which is crazy. And then I mean from then on, he's just had hit after hit. And let's let's take a look at some of his biggest roles. All right, we got we got Terminator, mm-hmm. uh we got Total Recall, which is a classic. Love Total Recall. We got uh Predator, Commando, <laughs> <clears throat> um mm-hmm. Conan the Barbarian, and then you got some comedies too. You got Kindergarten Cop, uh, and you got Twins. And True Lies, uh, Lies
1: is right there.
0: True Lies is another film. Uh, is Love there anything Lies. else? I mean, there's a few. Obviously, we can we can go on for days. Terminator like, 2, T2, Judgment Day. Which is a, the better Terminator. Arguably his best role. If I, I, would that his, I would say that probably is his best role. His career can be boiled down to essentially the roles I just listed. And I guess the question is, what, what makes those roles work? What do you think? Well,
1: Um, well, at least for his earlier role, I'd say maybe the first Terminator, it worked based off of his size, the way that he talked was so different than what American audiences were used to. And like his kind of robotic nature being this enormous bodybuilder. However, as his career progressed, it was so much based on his charisma. I think he's a very likable person. And he's a person that you kind of want to see and root for in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um... And I think that really changed, like, a lot of the trajectory of his career because he was such a likable hero as
0: much as he was a villain. Yeah, he has a very distinct charm to him that I don't think anyone else really captures.
1: Well, I mean, it's the point, like, he was so charismatic as an individual, both in and out of movies, that he was the governor of California. Yeah. With no political credentials
0: besides marrying Maria Shriver. Like, yeah, I mean, we haven't even discussed that part of his life because after having a successful career in movies, he ran for office of the largest economy in the country and one <laughs> became governor of California. Twice, twice. He was a two term governor. I mean, and that's he wasn't bad. He, he it, he, bad. Yeah, no, absolutely. Not to get too political here, but he was a fine governor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's yeah. I mean, it's just impressive. You, you can't. The man can do anything, and he can certainly get an Oscar.
1: Yes, though I think that almost might be more difficult than him winning governor of California.
0: In a way, it might be. Yeah. um But is it possible? <clears throat> oh, it's absolutely possible. It's absolutely no possible. question about that. Yeah. I mean, the man has had such an impressive life and career up to this point that it just it. It has to happen eventually. This is the way to he can he can die comfortably after this, right? This this is the only thing that's missing is yeah. <laughs> between him and death. It's like at the end of Walk Hard when he gets when he wins the thing, and then it says like he died, he died. <laughs> Two, three minutes later or something like that. <laughs> that he goes there, he accepts the trophy yeah. and just <laughs> collapses on stage. <laughs> that would be I mean that that's that's the perfect life. That's how you.
1: Standing ovation. They applaud his corpse for ten minutes straight. Some people
0: come and drag
1: it out. (laughs) Doctors (laughs) say that if someone came up to him, he would have survived. Too
0: busy (laughs) applauding. No one does does anything for an hour. He remained on the stage (laughs) while (laughs) the rest of the 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 ceremony. (laughs)
1: They kind of scoot his body aside for Best Picture as everyone's coming on stage. He was was still moving. We could see he was alive, but no one chose to help him. He whispered help audibly seven or eight times.
0: We heard heard a couple distinct groans, but uh, we we just had to finish the ceremony. His life was too perfect at that point. He decided that anything he would have done after that point would have just ruined his his perfect record. (laughs) Well, I mean, his perfect record
1: was already kind of ruined by... uh... The affair.
0: Yes. We would be remiss if we did not mention the fact that he slept with his housekeeper and raised a child uh, in, in secret. For many years. For many years. And it was discovered just after his, his uh, term, second term. hmm And it was right, right after his second term. Is that right? Just around then, 2010, yeah. 2011, something like that. And uh, that was really the first miss for him. Maybe of his entire life. Yeah, I mean, the man's like he was doing. I mean, you know, I mean, Bill Burr has that great bit about it, but he really he could not miss uh, until he could, (laughs) and it got it, it was not good for him. I mean, that was really his big life defining scandal.
1: Well, you know what though? I think I'm not even kidding. I think that the affair is going to help him win an Oscar because yeah, it made him fallible to the public in a lot yes. of ways. No one he had this up to that point.
0: Right. He, he was he was so charismatic, but no one had sympathy for him. Cuz why would no, like, everyone see him struggle? He had never struggled. He had really. never struggled. Yeah. It was just a guy who everyone who everyone enjoyed seeing him win. But now, you know, he had his first downfall. And I mean, he's had a career since then. He's been back in movies. He's been doing work for politics. He had a whole campaign against gerrymandering. But yeah, I, I mean, even so, he's he hasn't obviously he hasn't reached the same heights as he was in like Terminator in the 80s and the 90s. But I mean he was um, also
1: the number one box office draw in the world at the time. That's a pretty yeah. tough feat.
0: No, absolutely. But now it's like, you know, the perfect way to have him have one last redemption arc is by giving him an Academy Award. That's correct. Yeah. So that being said. Let's plan this movie out. Right? Absolutely. So I guess the first question we want to answer is uh do we want to give him a, a a lead actor Oscar or a supporting actor Oscar? What are we thinking?
1: Well, I I kind of look at it like <clears throat> with a supporting actor, the the people that win are usually the most like boisterous or at least fascinatingly like they're larger than life characters in a lot of ways, I think. With lead actor, I think you get a little more leeway because you have to carry the plot as well. Uh, which obviously also involves more screen time. But um the question is, is do you think Arnold Schwarzenegger could play like a great character in the middle of this this work?
0: Yeah, that's that's a very good question. I mean, I think the one defense of supporting actor is that they would have less lines, you know, which might benefit him in the sense that, you know, uh I mean, you know, he's never, like, known for going on long monologues or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, that was never his case. I mean, like, in Terminator 1, he has maybe, like, three lines in total.
1: So, basically, we're we're saying that he should win the lead actor Oscar because he's a worse actor.
0: I guess. Yeah, I mean, you know what? You said it, buddy, not me. <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I mean, it, I think probably lead actor makes more sense for him yeah, I, I would agree to, as well, actually. Yeah, I just want to entertain the idea of supporting actor, but I think that really his whole life he's been a leading man. And I don't yeah, see an area where he switches.
1: I also can't really see him even taking, like, like not being the standout role of of a movie, whether or not that's in leading or supporting. Like he would absolutely, like, be what people talk about in a lot
0: of ways. Yeah, you're not wrong. He, he carries things like that. Yeah, because I mean
1: when you see a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, I I'm hard pressed to think of a movie I've seen with him where I don't think of him as like basically the main part of that movie.
0: Well, I think that's a big maybe part like of-
1: the expendables,
0: but that was now, like maybe this would be the first role that changes his whole approach. But I don't I mean I don't necessarily see that happening. I'm just saying that I could like, you know, I think if he was given the right kind of role, he could be a comfortable supporting actor.
1: Oh, certainly, certainly. But at this point I'm thinking like let's let's play to Arnold's strengths.
0: Yeah. You're right. So let's say lead actor, then. Yeah. He's gonna get a lead actor Oscar, and uh, I mean, what kind of genre are we thinking for the film?
1: Well, I mean, I remember initially when we were talking about this, I was thinking maybe an action movie, Um, but that's obviously tougher to get Academy recognition for, and then also, how much range are we able to show off in the middle of, say, an action movie for Arnold?
0: Right. Yeah. That's that's a good question. I can't remember many action movies getting. Oscars, historic. No, uh, anything coming to mind for you? I mean, I guess if
1: you count like the Hurt Locker, but I—it's oh, really not.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh the yeah. Dark Knight. The Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Yeah. Thank so, you, Stephen. Our producer, Stephen, just suggested Dark Knight. Very good. Very good point, actually. Dark Knight is a great. You know what? That's a great point. That being said, would that would that uh, complement or something like that compliment Arnold?
1: Um. Well, let's look at it. So in The Dark Knight, Heath Ledger was by far what was the most acclaimed person in that movie and he won an Oscar for for the role, obviously. Yeah. Um and he basically played that really exciting dynamic supporting character. Mm-hmm. And he played the Joker. So like do we think Arnold has that kind of role in him if we're going to put him in a more action-based environment? I mean, I think the clear
0: answer is no. could you imagine him playing the joker why he's so serious i I mean i just i don't i I mean well actually you know when you think about it he actually did play it he was in that batman movie he was mr freeze he was mr freeze
1: do you know what killed the dinosaurs
0: (laughs) the ice age the ice age indeed yes um so We've seen him do a villain in a superhero movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's just say, you know, not necessarily the role of his, of his life. Uh, I mean, a little
1: bit worse than Heath Ledger and the Joker.
0: Just, just I mean, once again,
1: it's a toss-up. They're, they're <laughs> neck
0: and neck. People always say, you know, Heath Ledger and Mr. Freeze, they're right there. <laughs> they're, they're, it's, the exact same, it's the exact
1: same level of quality. If you were to put a, a stranger who had never seen either of them in front of both of those
0: movies, they'd leave saying, these are basically the same. Yeah, they'd be like, wow. Excellent performances on all sides. <laughs> I thought, you know, what's really, what's really interesting about that Batman movie is that Arnold Schwarzenegger is the first build actor, which really just speaks to his power. Who was as, the Batman in that one? Was that Clooney? George, it was George Clooney. Yeah. So Arnold Schwarzenegger is built <laughs> before George Clooney when you watch the movie. You watch the movie and it goes, it like says the title of the movie, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're like what? Arnold Schwarzenegger first, and then after that, George Clooney. He's the second guy. Imagine being billed that much higher than George
1: Clooney, who plays Batman. Yeah,
0: exactly. I, that just—I mean—that speaks to his power, to Arnold's power as a, as a as an actor and as a presence.
1: Yeah, I think that's the main thing. Is like, and which is why I think like the story should kind of be focused on that that presence in a manner. Because yeah. I feel like so much of who he, what makes him so dynamic and interesting to people is who he is in and out of the roles that he plays.
0: Yeah. So Tom and I have discussed this a little bit in the past, and we have sort of a vague, you know, concept of what we think would work for this. We haven't planned it out all the way, but I believe that our ideal story, what do you think our ideal story here is?
1: Well, I want him to be playing something that's close to what his life was like. And and I know we discussed this previously, but, like, imagine if up until or he just was himself in a lot of ways, but never achieved the levels of fame and success that we've seen from him. Right. Like maybe, maybe he becomes this famous bodybuilder, but you know, pumping iron never hits mainstream success and he's never really discovered. And he kind of falls back into obscurity um, without achieving these incredible heights that we've seen him achieve.
0: That's good. So essentially it would be a, a sort of version of his real life, but, like, almost the dark universe version of his real life (laughs) in which, uh, you know, he doesn't have that incredible luck and success throughout the whole thing.
1: Yeah, I I completely... Yeah,
0: it's like if you took his life and went up to the part where he gets the first movie role and, like, isolated that as a life, kind of.
1: Yes, and, like, let's just say Hercules in New York really doesn't do anything, and nobody really pays attention to that.
0: Yeah, like, maybe he was in that... And then maybe he got some tiny other role roles along along the way. But like
1: Yeah, but he was more of a gimmick than ever a box office straw.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly.
1: So and Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it would be kind of a meditation on like this man who who whose greatness is behind him. Right. And who feels that he never achieved everything that he thought he could have achieved. Right. Yeah, obviously so, that's not like a full plot, but like I think that's that's a really interesting ground to start off of.
0: Yeah, I think that's generally the direction of it. Someone who who sort of lives in the shadow of his of his former life, you know. Yes. Which is kind of, I mean, to an extent, Arnold in real life does do that now, but he's still, I mean, he's still a very successful individual, of course. But like, you know, when you're someone like him, I think the peak was always going to be. I mean, the peak, the peak was either the height of his movie career or the height of his uh, political career, right?
1: You have to assume somewhere like that. Right. I mean, you could even make an argument that, like, the Mr. Olympias were very close to it as well. But I think his peak was just, like, 30 years of unprecedented success yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: And he's still doing great for himself, but it's just that his success was so incredibly high before that, like, no one could ever reach that level. No, goodness no. He's still living an above, a well-above-average life of success. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he, he has such a remarkable history.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's why I'm kind of wondering, like, obviously we have that basic idea of the plot, but, like, what, what do we want to see him do throughout this movie? What, where do we want to see him go?
0: So, okay, so let's say that, <sighs> I mean, I see it in a world where you know bodybuilding was sort of his whole life right mm-hmm. and he's still in shape today in real life so he would presumably be still someone who's hidden the gym in this world right so he's a guy uh who's sort of who's sort of i mean how rich do we want him to be like um, a i don't think middle yeah, class I mean, I, so.
1: like we could we could do him somewhere in the middle class i would want to say like you know the opening scene of citizen kane like i don't want his house to be like that but like yeah. it's kind of like Decrepit in comparison to where it used to be.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So
1: like a nice place that clearly just isn't at the at the peak, like the peak of when it used to be extraordinarily nice.
0: Right. It's almost like the mansions that you see people like, like I think Rocky gets a mansion in in one of the Rocky movies. Uh-huh. Right. Are they like one of those like uh, <clears throat> the Mcmansions, Mcmansions that are like yeah that you could tell were once somewhat grand, and are now like falling apart sort of tacky sort of sort of decrepit in a little bit of a way yeah exactly so th- yeah that's a good i like that i like that we start off we're gonna just copy citizen kane <laughs> we start right off with uh what it, what's the place called xanadu we start off yeah, with something, xanadu something like that. and uh but i want uh, it to be yeah. like you
1: know it could be actual pictures of his life like him as a young yeah. bodybuilder him in these early roles and just never really breaking past that that's you could see idea. those images
0: I like that. Yeah, we could even oh yeah. I wonder if we could get like a like a an old clip of an interview from him to like use early on. Yes. Oh absolutely. Like, if we wanted to, we could even do like um sort of like what they do with the Star Wars movies where they'll like do the facial like reconstruction of a younger person. And you just put it on him. And they did it with Irishman too. But like yeah, like you know what I'm talking about? like we do like a young version of Arnold like in an interview for the sake of the thing, if it looks good enough.
1: We could probably do that. I'm sure we could figure it out. Well,
0: we have infinite money here, so we might as well... You know, It, it may as well just be a young him at that point. We have <laughs> the greatest budget in the world. The whole movie, yeah, no. <clears throat> no, but I think for a good little intro scene, right? You have like a clip of a young Arnold's Maybe talking about his career aspirations post-bodybuilding. Yes, exactly, yeah. And then like you could have a sort of montage of sorts leading up to his life to that point. Yeah, certainly.
1: Because I think it would be incredible to show those those old school black and white videos of him, even the like the grainy 70 ones of him being so adored by this, this group, but realizing that it's a very niche group and like to break out of that is very difficult. And he tries and it just clearly doesn't reach the heights that you hoped he would, or he hoped he would at the very least.
0: So I would say the basic sort of premise would end up being like a a sort of once great bodybuilder, Living a life that is only, you know, a fraction of what, he, what his life once was, and sort of longing for the success of the past, but knowing that it's behind him. Right. As absolutely uh, depressing as that is.
1: Well, and you know, I think a lot of it too could be focused on maybe his health kind of faltering along with that. Yeah. Because especially with bodybuilding, where you're putting so much like strain on your heart on your joints, uh, I think that could certainly be something that plays
0: a factor in as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Just this, this seeing his life sort of, you know, going... Fall apart. Fall yeah. apart, yeah, essentially. Just going the wrong way and and what will, what will become of him in his sort of final days.
1: And, like, what what is he trying to do to stop that from happening?
0: Yeah, exactly. If, if anything at all. If anything at all. So, there's an incredibly dark note for you, but I think that's a great, <laughs> that's a great premise, right?
1: I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, certainly.
0: Let's break down this story, right? Absolutely. Well, and then also, what do we want to call this story? Yeah. Well, we're looking at a, a film about a guy who used to be uh, a bodybuilder, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I think it's a fairly the, successful one, a champion. One?
0: Yeah. Um, I think the perfect title is Olympia.
1: I would agree <laughs> You think that to, represent,
0: <laughs> to represent his life, his, his success as Mr. Olympia.
1: Well, and then I, I think we're also probably going to be focusing on like the bodybuilding aspect of his life to begin with. Anyways, I think yeah. because acting never really worked out and he never became a governor or anything like that I would be focusing on where does he still feel like a great man yeah. amidst him falling apart. And that would certainly be, gym or a place where people know him a a place where people like still recognize who this guy was that's right
0: that's right yeah so the film is called olympia and it's about uh an aging an aged bodybuilder who never achieved success and now lives in a shadow of his former life it's gonna be uh, fun for the whole family yeah i mean what what a great setup we've got already here <clears throat> Sounds like a nice, nice, fun Christmas uh, film to throw on. Yeah. <laughs> we just campaigned it super hard for a yeah. Christmas debut. <laughs> There's one scene with the Christmas tree and is at his house. That's the only sign of Christmas to have <laughs> in the entire thing. People will argue for generations if it's a Christmas movie or not. You just zoom out to him drinking solemnly alone, yeah. staring at the tree. <laughs> but he's drinking eggnog. So it works, <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? So, uh, where do we want this taking place, mostly?
0: Yeah, where do we want this taking place? Um, Honestly, I'd probably take Southern California, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I think that's fitting because I mean that also like has an extra sort of uh, meaning to him to his life.
1: Like, like for instance, let's just say he he owns a house on the beach and like you can see that he had, like, the sea water, the sea air has, like, totally, like, ruined his paint and his his exterior, but he doesn't do
0: anything about it because he doesn't really care anymore. I like that. Yeah, I guess he would be probably in, like, Venice area, right?
1: Yeah, and I bet you he goes, like, hypothetical uh, hypothetical Venice, and he
0: obviously goes to, like, a pseudo Gold's gym of sorts where he used to go, and these people know him. Yes, exactly, yeah. I guess it doesn't have to be actual Venice, but especially because Venice Beach is such a, like... Weird place to live, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean the, it, it the would specif- be like yeah, the property. Yeah, it would
1: meter. be. Mm, it'd be like a weird. It would be a beach community in
0: Southern California. Yeah, vague, unspecified beach community.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I I'm just kind of been thinking about it. Like, I really want the gym to be this place where he really does feel like a great man. Yeah, and people know him. Like people, they there could be posters of him on the wall. Of yeah, I would, like,
0: I would like. I would like a mural. Him. The mural of him. Would be yeah. great, especially because like, there's people, that real there's that real mural of him yeah, in Venice.
1: Yeah, at, at the Gold Gym.
0: Yeah, we we, like, could, we could even use that. Like, why not? You know what I mean? Have him. It's there. Have have old Arnold. Have a shot of him walking. You know, with the mural in the back. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely! And Line him he's, up he's with like, the mural. Oh. he's he's limping. Yeah. <laughs> he's <smiling Yeah>. <laughs> he has a cane. <laughs> <laughs> he has a walker. <laughs> <laughs> with every step his bones break <laughs> no.
1: um, but i really want his life at the gym people come up to him they recognize him yeah they take pictures with him he, he's a big deal there and he's kind of the life of the, the party in a sense that people yeah. he really is this the, the most charismatic version of himself right yeah, only yeah. for that to be contrasted with how alone and and, and broken he feels when he's not there and I mean, almost the pain he has to go through to even do that in the first place. Yeah. Like his body's clearly breaking down, but he's still there and he's pumping heavy weights for the people as much as it is for himself.
0: Uh, should he have a job? Oh, I don't know. Um, I could. Mean, you have to assume he has some sort of income.
1: but For some reason, like I immediately go, have you seen The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke? You know, I never saw it, but I know what He it basically, is what he, he like works at like, like the deli counter at like a grocery store.
0: Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's the thing. I don't. Like, I, don't I don't want. I don't want him to be falling that
0: low because he's exactly like, what I Yeah,
1: like, in my was head,
0: relative success. Yes, in my head, I'm like, damn, is he like gonna be like the 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 pharmacist at a Rite Aid or something? <laughs> like, you see, he's really down and luckier.
1: <laughs> he spends all day selling insurance.
0: Like. Yeah, well, when, you, when I said when I asked, you know, like what else what could his job be? Immediately, every job that came to mind was horrible. Like <laughs> I, like, I only he's like basically stuff. impoverished. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only thought of minimum wage jobs for him. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't even imagine anything else. No, thank God he found success the way he did because there was no other path. Whew.
1: Like maybe I, I don't know. Maybe, you know what? You know he he could be doing he could be like going to conventions and like signing autographs and taking pictures for money or something like that. that.
0: I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. He can go to conventions, get some money like that.
1: Yeah. Make like appearances for
0: things. Make appearances for things. And then I like the idea of him like sort of not having that much money, but like still sort of having the money of his, like, you know, Little scraps of money from his old days and that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I, I, I want, to, I want it to be that like, this house is not upkept because he he can't really afford to make it nice again, and he can't yeah. really afford to do these things. Right. But he has enough. He has enough to continue living there and living in fairly okay. Yes, yeah. Um, he's he's not like mopping the floors at the gold gym where people yeah. are waving
0: at him. <laughs> I was thinking that too. That'd be so cruel if we get him employed at the gym but as like some shitty... As a, as a janitor. <laughs> he's like, got a that... mural on the side of the gym and he's mopping the floors. <laughs> that's, that's the shot right there. It's him like arched as if he was flexing but instead of flexing he's like, he's holding a mop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's a poster that's a
1: poster
0: right there olympia oh my god that'd be so sad yeah it'd be tragic so no that's too much that's too much he'll he'll just make appearances and stuff like that uh do we have a name for him in mind because like we can't call him like donald forchnegger you know we can't give him like i guess this isn't the most important thing in the world but I almost,
1: like, I would almost not have his name mentioned, except for, like, maybe by a few characters anyways.
0: Yeah. I mean, I figured, like, if he has, it, because, you know, people call him, people call him, like, Arnie, for example. Yeah. Yeah, we can, we can. If he had some sort of similar nickname, sort of, like, that people knew about, you know what I mean?
1: Barney. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah, I mean, old Barney. (laughs) (laughs) no no we'll have to come up with like an actual name for him
0: yeah it's not the most important thing um so yeah so that being said i guess the question is what what do we want the story to be we have the premise
1: Uh, well so do here's here's actually a really good question do we want to give him redemption
0: well i think the best the best way to do this is to give him sort of a bittersweet redemption of sorts do you know what i mean let, so what do you that, mean by I mean that? that like, I mean, like, it, it, it should be sad, but it should provide him with some sort of small, final redemption thing. You know what I mean? Right. It's almost like it's... Uh, <laughs> we just keep comparing these things to movies like about old, aging people. But, like, <laughs> if you look at Gran Torino... Um, you've seen Gran Torino. I mean, yeah, no, where he dies at the end, yes. getting shot by all those people. Precisely. The point is... I'm not, I'm not saying I'll let get shot, but he has that last sort of, like, final act of, like, this is the most I can do in this in this situation to, like, yeah. finally redeem myself before I die. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, I think that's, that's very true. That might be something along those lines, like or at least to serve the same purpose.
1: So here's the question, though, is... What does that translate to into bodybuilding, or actually, what does that translate to in his life? What about his family? About his kids? About his wife? Does he have any of those things? Yeah. Let's
0: break that down. So, I think he should have a wife. Yes. Should he still be with her though? I don't think so. No, he should be divorced.
1: Yeah, I feel like that just makes it's an extra level of sad we can give him. Yeah,
0: and it and I feel like that's
1: fairly yeah. It's that's kind of reflective of his of his real life as well.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. It adds that sort of real little element where it's like, uh, kind of happened in real life too.
1: hmm So we're basically just giving
0: all the lowlights of Arnold's life over the yes. course of this movie. We're removing anything happy from his life except for the bodybuilding. And then we're, we're adding some shittier things and also keeping all the existing shitty things. Yes. That's, that's the way to get to the worst. That's the way to get because to the life.
1: I think it would be almost fair of him to try and, you know, win her back or want to be with her still. And for that to just not be the case and it's not going to happen.
0: Yes, precisely. I mean, you look at real life, Arnold, for a long time, he really still wanted to be with uh, Maria. Yeah. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen. I mean, hell, he might still want to now. I'm not trying to say anything. I know he has a girlfriend now. I wish them much success, but, uh, you know, maybe deep down <laughs> I, don't break, I don't want to break you know i don't want to break down and guy.
1: every time he kisses her he just thinks yeah. of maria
0: <laughs> Well, that is a truly heartbreaking thought, but you never know i mean he's a thing that uh we must take into account for the for the sake of the role
1: yeah no absolutely so, yeah, he, so he, has a- he he needs to tap into those real feelings of heartbreak
0: yes and then should he have some adult children sure sure just give him
1: a couple kids maybe yeah and Maybe he has a good relationship with one. Yeah. Maybe. I, I I can't in good conscience give him a good relationship with
0: both. That'd be too much. Yeah. No, it's very. Because then his life would be pretty pretty fulfilled even yeah, still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can have, I think he can have like a decent relationship with one. Yeah. To the extent that like, maybe, he see, maybe he'll like go to like a, a restaurant or something with one of yeah. them. Like once a week or something. Or maybe once a month even.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's totally fair, and I think that like, kind of gives really good opportunities to to both not only talk about his life, but like see Arnold kind of flex of acting acting chops yeah. uh, across you know across from a, another talented actor.
0: Yes, yeah, I, exactly.
1: I think that's kind of what I want to see from him over the course of this movie. Outside of the plot in general, it's just um, him being paired with talented people who can give him a lot to work
0: with. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So that being said, uh, do we want the movie to center around the relationship with his child, or with his children, or with his wife, or do we want there to be uh, sort of like another relationship that we can focus on here?
1: Well, I think he he's he's at least partially corrupted those relationships already. I yeah. don't think I think that's the redemption he might want is to fully be accepted back into this family as the person he used to be. But he might. But not- he has to find it somewhere else.
0: Yes. 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 So, where can he find it? Does he? Does he? Does he? Uh, sort of take a young gun under his wing? Yep. Yeah. At, at the gym.
1: <laughs> a young, a young whippersnapper. Yeah. I think I genuinely believe, though. I mean, I think of it kind of like Creed in a lot of yeah. sense. The
0: problem because they don't want to just copy Creed. But uh, right. Creed was a great redemption story. Yeah, and Schwarzenegger, Trors- Stallone was nominated for a Golden Globe for that. He was. I mean, the fact that that worked right there. We don't, again, we don't want to copy it because people will just say, "Well, that was just Creed." But uh, right. you know, but if we can create a, a good enough redemption thing for Arnold, then that's the key. So, yeah, the and I what, think, yeah, what do we that, want? That to could do? be done
1: through uh, a younger bodybuilder who he kind of garners a relationship with,
0: yeah,
1: or maybe helps out, or maybe I don't know. I, I, I think I think that's a good, that's a pretty easy like arc, like. Path to follow, and it would probably garner some considerable success if we did so. Yeah. But um, I don't want it to be exactly like Creed,
0: obviously. Well, exactly. That's my concern. Like, how do we escape that sort of uh, Creed, you know, looming shadow of Creed? (laughs) What do we do to change it up? What do we do to uh, distinguish ourselves, if anything? Or do we just copy Creed? Well,
1: I mean, obviously, it's already going to be a little bit different. Like, he has a family he can actually talk to and whatnot. Um, And we're not giving him redemption through the family, which is, sure, okay, whatever. Um, I mean, we could, but... uh, And and then, so, at the gym, this place, this, like, which is basically this last remnant of him as a great man is is going to this gym.
0: I wonder if sorry if you were going to say something that you no. please go ahead go ahead i was going to say i wonder if maybe it should like be something where he can like save the gym (laughs) you know what i mean like like or something connected to the gym itself or something like that or like where he can leave some sort of legacy if we don't want to do it like through one
1: yeah no i mean that could certainly be the case
0: yeah what were you going to say did you have an idea
1: no, not really. Yeah. I was just
0: gonna keep going until something showed up. <laughs> it's it's very tricky. I mean of course we could also go the other route, which is like uh the sort of Rocky uh I think Rocky Balboa, is that where he fights where he competes again yeah. as an old yeah. man? Yeah, exactly. How ra- about we don't do that? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> about, <laughs> we just don't? Those are the two routes for any redemption story, essentially. You're looking at uh any any old guy redemption story is either, like, them raising someone who's, young, who's a younger version of them or them, like, competing as an old person and still succeeding. Yes, basically. Uh, I mean...
1: Okay, let's go back to Gran Torino for just a second. Yes. Gran Torino works because he just finds someone he's very different with and really creates a bond and cares about them and, like, has to work on his own prejudices to do so, right. Yes, right. And he in turn sacrifices himself for these people.
0: Yes. Can
1: we do something like that in the sense that he doesn't like the new like, direction something is going? Maybe that gym is changing and that place where his faded glory still exists is changing into something new. And he starts off with an antagonistic relationship against these people or whoever's invading it in a sense and turning it into something else.
0: I wonder if there's some yeah you make a good point I I like that Man, he could even he could maybe even find fulfillment in something else if we want to you know what I mean like if he doesn't like the direction that the gym is going he could sort of go out on his so own I think it
1: could be about like like almost accepting that and like yeah. supporting it in a sense Definitely. I don't really know the young
0: raising a young version of himself is certainly a, an option
1: I think I think it's probably the easiest route is that he kind of like almost repairs what kind of father he was and repairs what kind of, like, husband he was by garnering a a relationship with someone else and hoping to to kind of redeem himself, at least to them, even though he he will never be able to fully recover to his family.
0: You know, I wonder if maybe the best bet is to just kind of combine all prior redemption stories and, like, do a little bit of each of those plots. Okay, you know what i mean like and if we can introduce like do we we want like an antagonist of some sorts right mm-hmm. we have a few options in front of us either like you know he has like an addiction to painkillers <laughs> 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 he has a painkiller addiction uh something like that right like from his years of like maybe you know he, he,
1: the- i think health complications should play a factor but i don't think we should be having like You know, like heavy heavy songs playing as he's popping pills in the bathroom.
0: (laughs) Yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, But what do you think that should be?
1: Well, I think, like, his health is kind of failing. It's basically man versus self. I think that's the best way to put it. It's man versus self. And it's him having to both accept his limitations and who he is in
0: the face of the fact that he has no other option. Right. Like, this is... Yeah, it's it's sort of coming to terms with death, even.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. in terms of, like, I think it could easily end with him dying, and that yeah. wouldn't be that, you know.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good way for it to end. Like, he passes away, <laughs> but in a way that sort of, uh, that it leaves him fulfilled, if you will.
1: Yeah, and then, he, he's mended enough fences where it, it doesn't feel like his death he, he wasted his life which i think yes. he probably starts the film feeling that way
0: yes how do we get him that redemption
1: i think it has to come through probably training a younger bodybuilder probably if right? being honest <laughs> that's probably the path we got to take here I think in some capacity
0: be. it might just be
1: or like even teaching classes there or something like that where he gets to interact with a variety of different people
0: yeah yeah, absolutely. Like, just something along those lines where he essentially gets a chance to see his legacy passed on.
1: Yes. Absolutely. I think that's the main thing. And they may only know him as a coach or something like that, or as a trainer, yeah. but that's yeah. okay to him.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's good. I think... That, I I mean, I, obviously we don't have to get into every single little detail, but I that's think... A, that's that, a
1: good story, and I think there's a lot of emotional depth there. Yeah,
0: we have Arnold as this sort of bodybuilder past his prime Mm -hmm. who uh, who you know lives this sort of sad life by comparison his body is failing him you know steroid steroid abuse over the years has taken its toll (laughs) yes i don't know what the long-term tolls of steroid abuse are you familiar uh it's like a lot of heart complications heart complications yeah so really he should just have heart problems yeah. He's taking hard he's taking medication throughout the film, that kind of thing. Every
1: now and again, he clutches his chest in pain. <laughs> yeah,
0: and, you're, oh, and you're like, is this, is, is this it for him? Is this it for Arnie? For Barney? <laughs> 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 this might be the end of the line for Barnard.
1: No, but yeah, I, I think yeah. all of those things, he, he's got a complex relationship with his family, especially his kids and his, his ex-wife. He's has a complex relationship with himself, grappling with who he used to be versus who he is now. Yes and he's trying to find a way to redeem or feel good about himself as, he, as he's ending the the honestly his life yes yeah. as, as he's ending this period of time in his life
0: absolutely absolutely and I think
1: that comes from from his relationships with these new people in the gym, maybe being a trainer of some sort and kind of accepting that they're going to know him as that instead of as this great man who did these incredible right. things they're going to know him as the guy that helped them and change their lives, which is enough.
0: Yeah. No, I like that. I think that 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 is essentially the the core of the film. That's the heart of the movie right there. Yeah, I certainly agree. So in that sense, you know, I think that's a good sort of uh, foundation for a movie. Would you agree with that?
1: Certainly. Absolutely. I think there's a lot to work with there.
0: Okay, so let's consider then uh, who we want involved in this project.
1: Yeah, Absolutely um so i'd say the main character is obviously arnold playing the main character yep um do we want to give him a friend a specific friend at the gym or no uh and then obviously who do we want to play his family and then possibly the younger
0: bodybuilders yeah okay so i'm thinking yeah arnold uh he must have some sort of person at the gym who's like yes it could even be like a form oh you know what it could be like we can almost have like another bodybuilder from his past who like dies at some point in the movie. Yeah. Oh,
1: that'd be good. Right? Do you want to, do you want to cast Lou Ferrigno in that role?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That might be the idea, right? <laughs> give, give Lou his supporting actor. Currently. I think that might be the move, right? Like I so say, you think Lou Ferrigno in that role?
1: Yeah. Because, and then you could show those old school videos of them interacting back in the
0: day. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Yeah. And yeah, he, I mean,
1: so yeah. so Lou Ferrigno could, hey, maybe he owns the gym at this point. Lou does. Yeah, Lou could be the more successful one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I like that. Yeah. yeah, He owns or he manages the gym. They see each other every day. And mm. you see them interact throughout the film only for, say, maybe one of the inciting incidents even yes. could be Lou dying, forcing him to kind of reevaluate, take stock of his life.
0: Yeah, yeah. Lou doesn't have to be in it for that long. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So, but, like, great. I like that. And then uh, his kids and his wife. So let's talk about his wife. Uh, do you have any ideas?
1: Um, well, I remember we initially discussed like having like, Marissa Tomei, but she's like 30 years younger than him. we gotta, yeah. we got to yeah. choose someone more age-appropriate. I think she's in
0: her 50s. I think she's about 20-something years younger than him. So yeah, yeah. she's a bit young. I mean, that being said, how old is um, Maria Shriver? Um, Maria Shriver. You know, she's 65.
1: She's sixty. For, so what? Like five years, six
0: years younger than him. No, that's like. Oh, how old is Arnold? Like I thought, Arnold was like seventy-four, almost. <laughs> Something like so that. Ten. Yeah, it's, I would say it's like a little less than ten, maybe nine or eight or nine. Uh, year difference, I would say in there.
1: He's seventy-three, so like okay. less than ten, less, less than, than ten. 10 so years. let's
0: say it's a less than ten difference. Yeah. So I mean, I think that Marisa Tomei is too young, really.
1: So then let's let's look at some some older actresses. We could we could get.
0: Uh, yeah like diane keaton maybe. maybe diane keaton we could get uh we could get sally field
1: sally field would be a really good one that was great sally yeah. field
0: yeah um she's like right around arnold's age that would be very close but uh that's fine i mean it could be sally field it could be diane keaton diane keaton i mean she's obviously brilliant um,
1: um <laughs> we get meryl
0: streep to do it hey you know what if meryl's on board no i don't know <laughs> how old is meryl? what how old is meryl
1: I have no idea if I'm being really honest. Meryl Streep
0: is 71. Okay. 70, oh, oh. That actually might be... Should we get Meryl? <laughs> should we get Meryl? Because I feel like the thing the thing with Meryl is that she's kind of like the female Tom Hanks in the sense that it's like, if you can get them, you're not going to say no to them being in a movie. You know what I mean? Right. But you also don't want... you also like They also kind of overpower the movie.
1: That Because then it's going to be like Meryl is going to... Steal every scene with Arnold. That's the problem. Unfortunately, she's so incredible that she might actually be too good. <laughs> so I mean, Sally Field and Diane Keaton is basically my answer. Ooh, by the right way, there. they're
0: excellent actors too. They're
1: incredible. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But,
0: yeah, but it's I just you know you, I think we just need someone without the sort of like I, I don't, not necessarily star power of Meryl, but without the sort of you know impact aura. presence aura of 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 Meryl street Absolutely, so we can give it someone like Sally Field or Diane Keaton uh yeah there's more people in that category but certainly
1: yeah, yeah i mean those are the main ones i'd say
0: I mean we could even do like uh i could even see like gene smart in the role you know her she was the uh she was in, who uh, she she was in Watchmen, the the, t- the tv show Watchmen.
1: oh oh oh, she's wonderful and I mean, you know what she could play a jaded ex really well right oh maybe, she could do that yeah and constantly kind of like put him down too yeah
0: yeah yeah, I maybe Gene Smart. I think that's our little short list right there. Yeah, that's right. our short list right there. Yeah. We'll 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 obviously talk
1: to our incredible producers and directors and writers yeah. and come yeah. to those decisions as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll present the short do,
0: list.
1: Yeah. Who do we want as the people he trains? I think that should be a relative unknown, if I'm being honest.
0: Yeah, I think I think you're probably right. You're probably and then right. as for
1: his kid, I, I I know I floated this idea last time we talked about this, but I would honestly not be opposed to having Patrick Schwarzenegger, his actual son, play the role.
0: I wouldn't mind that either. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I think that that, because he's an actor, right? He is an actor. He does act. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? It works. It works better. I mean, it it, it fits. And I
1: think you kind of have like a much more built-in dynamic of like, yeah, like father they son. Be,
0: they would already probably play yeah. off each other great. I'm
1: sure they have a great rapport.
0: Yeah. So that, I mean, I could only add to it. I think that'd be great. And that would, yeah, why not? Let's, let's say Patrick. I mean, Arnold, Arnold and his favorite son. Absolutely. Do we want him to have a daughter too, or? We can have a daughter as well. But um, I mean, if there's no one in mind.
1: I'm trying to think. Because both of his actual daughters are not actors. Right, unfortunately.
0: be someone else.
1: I, I mean, I don't have anyone specific in mind.
0: No, not necessarily make it like well we can come back to it though it like we'll emma, no, emma stone or something like that
1: <laughs> i only think of emma stone because of birdman and she plays a yeah. great like jaded daughter yeah of that yeah. As well.
0: that's, yeah that's what it is this is essentially arnold's birdman at the end of the day yes um so what are we thinking then so let, we have that any other roles ever thinking of i mean like i want like i want like uh Alan Alda or someone to play like the doctor who tells him that his life is falling apart or something like
1: that. Which <laughs> is just that, your heart's given
0: out. Yeah. You can't keep doing this. Exactly, exactly. Someone like that.
1: Well, um, no, absolutely. I think that's a great that,
0: plan. I think that's basically the, the premise. That's the, that's the cast right there. That's our core cast.
1: Yeah, I would say those are the people that really, the movie hinges on how well they do.
0: Yes, precisely. So... so. Um, yeah,
1: Moving into who do we want writing this? Who do we want directing this? Who do we want producing this?
0: Yeah, you know, it's a good question. Um, I think that, you know, obviously Arnold has had a very close relationship with uh, James Cameron throughout his career. Right. But, mean I've said this last time we discussed it, but I don't think that James Cameron is the right director for this.
1: But I think he can really build the movie for
0: him. So I think James Cameron should produce. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. We bring on James Cameron as producer because he, yeah, he works well with Arnold anyways. He understands his strengths. Mm-hmm. And, um, but who do we want to direct really? That's the question. Do we want it to be someone in particular who we know the style of, who we think could could do a good job with this?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I want someone who can like really kind of understand the, the 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 tragedy of the tone that we're kind of trying to convey here. Yeah. And, and bring that
0: out in Arnold's performance. Maybe almost like a, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, we can't do like Ryan Coogler because he did Creed. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I wonder if David Fincher would be a good choice. Maybe, maybe. But
1: when I look at David Fincher, I think like, they're going to be, it's going to be a technically beautiful and pretty perfect movie. But like, well I wanna see like what kind of like emotional resonance we could bring out of Arnold. Do you think David Fincher could do that?
0: Because he could possibly no, I think he does good he does good like uh, sort of like I don't know solo like character pieces in a way. Yeah. Yeah. That's, no, kind of I think that's interesting. Just like I'm thinking of the social network basically. Yeah.
1: I mean like <laughs> Yeah. And but, you know, I thought of um bennett miller as well he did Foxcatcher with steve oh. carell and oh that's tatum and them.
0: i like that what what else has he done pull that up steven if you could i, I wonder if uh that's our guy i like that because I, I like someone rel- like not necessarily too famous do you know what i mean like oh, he
1: did not- he did uh moneyball he did and moneyball and as well
0: thank you steven um that's yeah well, I, like- I
1: think about like i go back to moneyball i think about how he kind of Took so much. That's actually he took so much of Brad Pitt's yeah. performance in silence. You watch yeah. him as he's walking around. You watch him as he's working out. You watch him as he's driving his car, and kind of having to process these things.
0: Yes. You know what? I mean, this is the perfect guy. I'm convinced. Yeah. I'm convinced, right? This sounds. Yeah. This, no, I honestly. That's I, the perfect I, director. I feel right good there. about that. What's his name? Bennett Miller. Bennett Miller. Bennett Miller. You're our, you're our guy. You're gonna direct Olympia. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure at all. Who do we want writing this bad boy? I think that's probably the most important one if we're being honest. It probably honest. is, but I don't know if there's anyone in particular who would stand out as as like the writer we want for this. Uh cuz you I mean, uh Moneyball Well, as
1: long as we hmm. Yeah, who is Moneyball written by?
0: Moneyball was written by uh Steve Zalian, who did Steve uh, Okay. He did. He, he's done so many movies. I mean, this guy is huge in the screenwriting community, but he did uh, you know, Recently, did the Irishman. Yeah.
1: And, oh, you know what? Actually, then probably him.
0: It could very well be him. I mean, you know what? He's worked already. He's worked with uh, Ben and Miller, ben and Miller before yeah. So we know that, that, that they can work together. I mean, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with just stealing that duo <laughs> from Moneyball and bringing them into this. Would you agree?
1: No, I think that's a, a perfectly fine thing to do.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't have anyone else. I mean, like, uh, a friend of ours last time suggested Noah Bomback, but.
1: Uh, I, I think Bombeck, there's too much focus on dialogue there. Yeah, I
0: agree. I and think, uh, we
1: really, we just can't have that, no, unfortunately.
0: I agree. I don't think that's the right choice. But I mean, it's an interesting thing to float. And we can't do, I mean, I don't think like the Coen brothers could do this. or or No.
1: You know. <laughs> Imagine putting Aaron Sorkin there.
0: Yeah, I know. I <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Arnold's got six monologues that he's got to do. Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, Moneyball might have been written by sorkin was steven was moneyball written it, it was at, co-written co-written by sorkin was the other one Zalian? yeah okay all right there you go interesting so we'll just do steve Zalian for this mm-hmm. and um sorkin will take a backseat. sorry sorkin this is not your movie <laughs> uh we love you man but this is not your film so okay i mean that's a pretty good team right there would you say would you agree
1: yeah we got miller Zalian, jim cameron Jim Cameron. If, yeah. those, if, if out, they we're can't, on can't do, do it,
0: faces with James Cameron. <laughs> me, me and Jim, we go way yeah. back. Well, oh, at, at this point, we have an unlimited buzz budget. We've it's had true. many face-to-face interactions yeah. with we, Jim. Have, we have parties every night at our at our home, funded by this movie. Uh, where we just <laughs> party with Jim, Jimmy C, and the gang. <laughs> Jimmy C, <laughs> Stevie, Stevie Z, and uh, what's other guy's name? <laughs> Benny M. Benny M. So. Uh. And then, yeah, I mean, that's right. good. and then we have our cast in there, too. Yeah,
1: and then who do we want to distribute this?
0: I mean, at the end of the day, I think you got to go A24. <laughs> A24? <laughs> it's... I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just wanted to say it. I, I mean, it's another, another production company out there. No, why not? Screw it. Yeah, I mean, it could be a number of things. A24 does like-, like
1: Sony Picture Classics, whatever. Sony Cl-
0: it might be Sony Picture Classics. Those, those, those are probably our two front runners right there. Sure. Why not, right? Or, or then, we, I mean, we could even say like a streaming service, but those just don't fare well with Oscars, so I don't think that that'd be the...
1: Yeah, no, and I, I want to give Arnold the
0: best possible yeah. chance. we got to have a theatrical release.
1: We, we debut it at Cannes. Like, it's going to be better, great. Yeah,
0: I better debut at Cannes. I expect it to be at every major film festival in the country.
1: Sundance, everything. Everything. Toronto, yeah. Tribeca. And we're a big,
0: big ad campaign, too. I'm thinking oh, a yeah. Bowl, Super Bowl ad for this, right? <laughs> to, to Johnny Cash's hurt <laughs> <So we watch. laughs> I hurt myself and just here pumping, pumping iron but it's insane. Oh! <laughs> just just crying out <laughs> he clutches his heart every yeah. <laughs> time it goes all the way up punching a punching bag aggressively but then just fucking clutching his heart and like sort of hugging it in desperation sobbing into a punching bag this is what we need right here we need Arnold Thompson fucking bag.
1: Oh my God. Yes. Well, Johnny Cash plays that guitar for us. And it's just a montage of like him in his former glory. Yeah. And then like him like falling down the stairs now yeah. or something like
0: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> him. It's him riding one of those stairs like those things that go down <laughs> <laughs> the seats that you sing <laughs> But honest, he's, he's, in very of, he's in one of
1: those seats, and it's contrasted with him like winning Mister Olympia, <laughs> and then it's just cut between down, the two,
0: writing down one of those things at the slowest possible pace. <laughs> and then, like, we do it. We frame the shot so we have like it says like from director, and then like we we like we have the info, but then like as he crosses it, it like covers up the text, and the text disappears. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> But you have him on the chair, and it erases the text as he goes back. That's so funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's generally, like, a good, solid, uh, solid foundation. That's a good,
1: that's a good team. Yeah. All right. So this is the movie that we built. It is Arnold Schwarzenegger, except he never found the fame and the greatness that followed his incredible bodybuilding career. Instead, we watch him trying to relive the glory days at the gym where he's still known as this great man. We see his family life is a mess, a bit complex, and we see him try and pass on certain aspects of his legacy through the next generation. Um, And then hopefully, hopefully that leads to a, a strong redemption for him even as his body and the rest of his life sort of falters in a bit.
0: That's right. Um, it's the story of a man watching himself deteriorate and knowing that he'll never quite get back to the glory days, but coming to terms with that and ultimately uh, resigning to a peaceful death. <laughs> <laughs> and to tell
1: us that story, we yep. have Bennett Miller... We have Steve Zalian, we have James Cameron, and we have a cast made up of either Sally Field, um, Diane Keaton, or uh, who who is the third there? Uh, Gene Smart. Gene Smart. And then we have his actual son playing his son with Lou Ferrigno playing the owner or manager
0: of the gym that he goes to. That's right. That's right. Uh, If that doesn't get him there, I don't know what will. Yeah, and the film is called Olympia... And it is basically a shoe-in for every single Academy Award. It's going to sweep. Really, it's going to sweep. It's absolutely going to sweep. It's going to be... You're going to see headlines the, the next day. Headlines <laughs> the next day. Uh, Olympia sweeps win, every win <laughs> categories that it wasn't even nominated in. So visual
1: visual effects, it's like yeah.
0: sound mixing, everything. Yeah, exactly. Um. And you know, at the helm is you and me. We've saved Arnold's career, I think. Yes, because you know he was really he was really faltering before us. Yes, he was. He was he was struggling, and now this is uh, precisely what he needed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure, he's not happy just fighting gerrymandering and acting in big movies today. Yeah. It's not. It's not enough. You can tell he's unfulfilled without. Yeah, his I'm project. sure.
0: His, I'm sure his very comfortable, satisfying life is uh, burdened by not having an Academy Award. So. We're we going to change that. And we will, yes. not rest. we will not rest until Arnold achieves that Oscar. Every single day until that happens, my life is still not perfect. Yes. But you know what? I think I'm proud of what we've accomplished here. Oh, absolutely. I think, I think we really nailed it. I think Olympia has a lot of potential, and that is probably the best way for Arnold to win an Oscar. At least in our eyes. At least in our eyes and you know, given where we're at right now. And easily in the eyes of the Academy as well. Of course. We understand them. We understand them perfectly. We have a complete <laughs> understanding of their, uh, of their opinions and thoughts. Correct. So, <laughs> Well, I mean, all I can say is, well done to us.
1: Mm-hmm. It,
0: it, it, it has been a pure <laughs> final line. I think yeah. we nailed it. I think we nailed it, guys. We're just going to pat ourselves on the back a little bit here. Folks. I don't know what to tell you. If you're listening to this, you must be impressed because we, <laughs> we just achieved what might have been impossible. You know, we got this man an Oscar hypothetically.
1: Oh, <laughs> we need the know, Honestly, it may, they may as well just give it to him at this point. They might as well. It, it, yeah. just, off of this idea alone,
0: just Absolutely. knowing we could do it, we've nailed it. We've we've figured it all out. Just the concept exists. Just give him the Oscar now. Yeah, may as well. So, I mean, that being said, we've done a great job. <clears throat> Um, Thank you for listening, everybody. My name is Sonny Denacher. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at Swanky Sonny.
1: And my name is Tom Price, and you can also follow me on Twitter at
0: Thomas underscore Price 22. Uh, An Oscar for Arnold is produced by Stephen Michaels. Special thanks to Ryan Haley. Uh, You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher.
1: Join us for future episodes where we'll discuss Arnold and other film-related things. See you next time. We'll be back.